Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest for Monday, December 31st, 2012. Here's what's making news on today's front page. Seesaw talks yield no deal on impasse. Deal expected on past abuses in home loans and a news analysis called A Wall Built Long and Tall. In this morning's national headlines, school system sees a fraught path to solvency in Philadelphia, and nine people are killed in a bus crash in Oregon. In this morning's financial headlines, U.S. clears DNA firms acquisitioned by Chinese, boutique bankers offer a form of cash protection, and Thomas the Tank Engine to get a multi-million dollar marketing sheen. There will be more business stories, more national and international news, too. A roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is titled, Seesaw Talks Yield No Deal on Impasse, reported by Jonathan Weissman. Senate leaders on Sunday failed to produce a fiscal deal with just hours to go before large tax increases and spending cuts are to begin taking effect on New Year's Day, despite a round of volatile negotiations over the weekend and an attempt by Vice President Joseph Biden to intervene. In seesaw negotiations, both sides got closer on the central issue of how to define the wealthy taxpayers who would be required to pay more once the Bush-era tax cuts expire, but that progress was overshadowed by gamesmanship. After Republicans demanded that any deal must include a new way of calculating inflation that would mean smaller increases in payments to beneficiaries of programs like Social Security, Democrats halted the negotiations for much of the day. The Republican leader in the Senate, Mitch McConnell, made an emergency call to Biden in hopes of restarting negotiations, and the White House dispatched the president's chief legislative negotiator to the Capitol to meet with Senate Democrats, Soon after, Republicans withdrew their demand and discussions resumed, but little progress was made. Lawmakers will be back on Monday. Senator Harry Reid of Nevada, the majority leader, said the Senate would return at 11 a.m. In the balance are more than a half trillion dollars in tax increases on virtually every working American and across-the-board spending cuts set to begin Tuesday. Taken together, they threaten to push the economy back into a recession. It looks awful, said Senator Richard Durbin of Illinois, the second-ranking Democrat. I'm sure the American people are saying, with so much at stake, why are they waiting so late to get this done? Senator Lindsey Graham, a Republican from South Carolina, who had said early Sunday that he thought a deal was in reach, said later on his Twitter feed, I think we're going over the cliff. Absent a last-minute deal, Reid is expected to move Monday to bring to a vote a stopgap measure pushed by President Obama which would retain lower tax rates for incomes below $250,000 and extend unemployment benefits. But it was not clear that would even get a vote. The objection of a single senator on Monday would run out the clock on the 112th Congress before a final tally could be taken. President Obama appeared on the NBC program Meet the Press on Sunday and implored Congress to act. We've been talking to the Republicans ever since the election was over, Obama said. They've had trouble saying yes to a number of repeated offers. He added, now the pressure's on Congress to produce. After the Republicans relented on the inflation demand, they mustered a new talking point, declaring that Democrats want to raise taxes only to spend more money. Their new objection, Democrats are seeking a one- to two-year pause for across-the-board spending cuts 
and an extension of expired unemployment benefits for two million people. We raise taxes and we spend more? asked Senator Kay Bailey Hutchison, a Republican from Texas. It's business as usual.